You're listening to Social Media Storytelling. Thank you, Frank, for hopping on today's episode. We are going to talk about how to break through barriers to grow your personal brand. Frank is a motivational speaker and he helps coaches speak better on stage. And Frank, if you could do a quick intro for us, that would be awesome. Awesome. I can do it. Thank you, Devin. My name is Frank Kitchen. I'm known as the Mindset Master Chef. I work with organizations and individuals who want to break through their mental barriers to cook up the professional dreams they hunger for. So quite simply, I want people to stop thinking about what they're going to do. I want them to stop talking about what they're going to do, but I want them to put in the work and actually add a little fire to it, add a little spice to it, and actually live what they've been talking about. Awesome. And I was listening to your story yesterday as I was getting ready for this. And it was seven years ago you lost your job, or can you talk about that story for us? Yeah, we, we are in the midst of celebrating seven years. Seven's a lucky number, but on June 18th, back in 2015, uh, I went in for a meeting with my employer and I came out of that meeting not working with them anymore. They said they're going in a new direction and it was Father's Day weekend. My wife was pregnant with our second child and I had to go to my um, in-law's house and tell my father-in-law that I had lost my work, your third grandchild's on the way, and I want to be a professional speaker. That's how my story started. Oh my gosh, that's insane, man. And uh, What I was listening to is like, wow, bad things can turn into good things though. And really what I want to focus on today is how to break through those barriers when you're trying to grow that personal brand. And you're a motivational speaker and we help people create content. What classes or what tips did you take to make sure you have the voice that you wanted when you're speaking on stage? To have the voice was, I've I've got a friend, I was talking with him last night. His name is Roger Campbell, another speaker. He's a coach. And the big piece was we're in this world, especially with what you do is, and we're trying to be somebody else. We're trying to be something different versus being our genuine and true selves. So for me as a speaker, and when I teach people is, can we get the best version of you off stage, on stage? We're trying mm-hmm. to be something different. And everybody's seeing, you know, all the fluff. Everybody's seeing all these perfect images and personas that have been created by, you know, companies versus I can jump up on stage and say, hey, guess what? Have you ever asked an employer or an employer asked a bill collector for a job? I mean, that, that's truthful. Like you have to stop being perfect and work to be the, the best version of yourself. Wow, that's awesome. And I think especially it speaks true to social media and content creation. A lot of people get on the camera and they'll act like somebody else entirely. But when I meet you in person, it's like, who's this guy? Um, you record a lot of content. You have that course that's released. When you started creating that content, how did you take from what you learned from the speaking world to be your true self over to video? Were there barriers you had to break through to get comfortable in creating video content? Yeah. I mean, as far as the barriers, if you're saying, I always will share with people like, you know, where our mind goes, our body follows. And the whole piece was I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop trying to be somebody different. I'm just going to be me. It's not going to be, let's try to re-edit this. And like, I'm a one take guy. So yeah. if an ambulance goes by, like I was in New York city last week and ambulances are going by and people are talking, that's just really what it was. I'm just going to be on the street, pop out the camera and start talking and sharing information. And the information I share is it's the questions that people are asking me all the time. So if I have somebody ask me something five times saying, hey, Frank, what's the best way to get on a stage? Then mm-hmm. you know what? That's the content that they want. You know, you want to feed people yeah. what they want, not necessarily what they need because people don't watch what they need. <laughs> they watch and consume what they want. Right. And you're going to get questions. Like even if it's, it's something that you know very well, they might not know at all. So making sure that you lay out that content, like what they're asking is huge. What would you say, as we talk about personal branding and and speaking on stage, what would be the most important thing you can think of when you're trying to grow that personal brand as you become a speaker and a coach? What are some things that you can do to get there? 
Well, the big piece is the brand. So many people get mixed into the brand thing and it's a logo. They think that it's your marketing. It's the colors that you pick. And the brand is pretty much when I share with people, I was like, it's the, it's your actions. It's as you said, oh wait, you're the same in person as your own video. So the, the piece is whatever you're living on stage for people who listen to this, maybe you're a marketer, you're a speaker, you're an author. However you are on stage, you have to be off stage. I mean, so that's the brand. So what you see with me is what you get. I mean, when people walk in, they're going, oh my God, you look just like your pictures and video. Cause we've seen a lot of people who have different pictures and video from like 10 or 20 years ago. Oh wait, you talk with your hands. Oh wait, you actually are willing to spend time. Oh wait, you said on stage, hey, life is about relationships. Reach out to me at any point. Oh, I emailed you or found you on the street and you made time to talk with me for an extra hour. So it's the case of when you say brand, it's something that's not just part of your professional life. It's a part of your personal life also. No, that's awesome. I think we, we think of our personal brand. And like you said, we think of logos, we think of colors, we think of fonts even, but it really doesn't matter. It's like trying to be your authentic self, like how you said on stage too. Um, you were at that Nike, you were speaking at Nike at that location mm -hmm. in New York. What were you talking about at that event? I'd just love to hear about that whole experience. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I'm glad you've been stalking me on social media. So yeah. So New York, <laughs> I was actually in New York working with the Jazz Foundation of America. And I was actually okay. helping them with a fundraiser. And then I flew back to Phoenix the next day and I was speaking for Nike and I was working with their staff on how to break through mental barriers. So if your question is about Nike, the ultimate piece was they had a team of about 80 people at one of the top stores in the state and they're getting ready for the second part of the year. Yeah. And the idea was, I was explaining to people was, we're not trying to be somebody else. We're trying to be the best version of ourselves. And yeah. as we're working to live our dream and I was like, hey, it's like, I don't know if your dream here for the work is to you know, get money to go on a vacation, get money to pay for school. You're looking to move your way up into Nike. I was like, that's your dream. But how can you use your dream to help other people live theirs? Oof, and that's, that's the whole piece. Like when you're talking about the branding and we're talking about these barriers. For me, yeah. and like I was explaining to them, I shared my story was if I'm telling people you have to break through mental barriers, you can't see me quitting on things. Like as I'm popping up, yeah. you know, information on social media, popping up videos, I have to show myself breaking through my mental barriers. Yeah. So when I worked with the Nike group and talking to their employees, we're saying, okay, if there's a big dream that you have, you have to be willing to put the work and the effort in. You know, you have to back up your talk. You have to back up your thoughts to you know, yeah. go through. And I just said, ultimately, when it comes to our mindset and it comes to our barriers is I go, a, <laughs> I call it you know, cooking. My last name's Kitchen. I go, yes. you're trying to cook this dream meal. And for many of us, I'm sure you've had it too. There's been a meal that we've been working towards and we, uh, we burn it. <laughs> we set it on fire. We do something wrong. And the case is, it's like a burnt meal doesn't stop us from getting hungry. Many of the things, as I'm sure you teach here in your podcast, are much of what you and I share aren't our successes. It's our yeah. failure. And how do we make our way through those failures? So most people who are great at something means they failed a lot of times. So that means they've had a lot of learning. And people love to hear about those stories, especially with social media. Like you think, it's like you mentioned before, right? When you go on stage, you present your best self, the, the things that like really aren't in what's going on in your real life. And you have to break through those barriers. As you were mentioning that, it just it cooked, up a, it cooked up a question for me. I hope you're okay if I say that. Hey, um, go for it. What were the failures that you faced? Because obviously, when you became a, a speaker and a coach, there had to be things that like went wrong. Do you have some stories that you'd like to share from that experience? Yeah. yeah. Which story to pick, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm on stage. I explain to people is like the, the failure comes from the fact of our mental barriers become physical barriers. And for mm -hmm. everybody, no matter what, we have a brain and our brain is a unique uh, you know, tool. It's a, it's a computer and the computer is designed to keep us from getting hurt. 
So what a lot of times that we'll do is like my barriers were, we will create or self-justify <laughs> excuses mm-hmm. of why we can't do something because what's going to happen is if we, for example, if we lie to ourselves, I'm not as good as Devin, like he edits video and he's got a podcast. I've never had a podcast before. That means I'm going to be talking myself out of starting a podcast versus my brain should be designed. It's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, guess what? You've never done a podcast before, but you just got connected to Devin. Maybe you should contact him off stage yeah. and find out what do you need to do? What were the mistakes that you did when you first started up your podcast? So yeah. when, I, when I break it down to groups, the, the five areas are where I've made mistakes was, number one, I had lied to myself. I lied to why I couldn't become a speaker because I've been chasing a dream for about eight years before I committed to becoming a full-time speaker. So I lied to myself why I couldn't do. I hadn't been, I haven't fallen into a volcano. I haven't climbed Mount Everest. I haven't been attacked by a shark. I mean, so I lied to myself. I'm like, you know, I'm too old for this. So boom. Uh, next one is we try, and I know this is what you work with people. We try to be yeah. somebody that you're not. When I first tried to step on stage and market, I was trying to be how everybody else was, of which all you do is you look like a cheap knockoff. So yeah. stop trying to be somebody else. Figure out your own unique branding, your own unique way that you do your videos and how you talk and you know, go and do with people. So, so that was the other one. Next one was I stopped caring. And when I say caring, many times we care about the opinions of people who don't care about us. So for the people who are chasing the likes and the people who are chasing, you know, how much, you know, look at the analytics, like, Ooh, you know what? doesn't matter. I mean, one of my best videos ever was I took my kids on a trip and I said, Hey, I'm doing a speaking thing because I want my family to be along with me and they want them to experience it. One of yeah. my most watched videos ever was my kids making pancakes in a hotel because they had the automatic pancake ma- maker. I'm like, wait, I got all this and they're watching that. So it's a case of like, you know what? That's who I am. I'm a dad. I don't care about what people are thinking there. So there's that one. Um, the other one is we just got to stop waiting. My dream as far as becoming a speaker, being a coach was I was waiting for the perfect time. And guess what? There was no perfect time. And it took me being fired to realize, okay, now I've got to put the work in. So when I'm on stage, talk with everybody. like, hey, don't wait to get fired. Don't wait for something tragic to happen. Start working on it now. And if you start working on it now, then guess what? Year, two years but from now, you're going to be there versus I'm just going to wait for the perfect time to make it happen. That's the biggest barrier for me was waiting. So it's so funny you mentioned waiting because when, when I talk to people, it's because they want to start creating content. They're like, wait, 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 wait. I need a professional camera. I need professional lighting. I need a green screen. It's like, no, like if I saw you in real life, it's not like Frank, I meet you in person. Do you have a green screen behind you with a professional camera yeah. and some lighting? It's like, no, we're going to be in the sunlight. Treat it how you would in real life. Like obviously this, I have a, I have a nice background, but it cost me 10 bucks for those hexagons and 15 yeah. bucks lights. So it's like, stop making excuses. And I, I bet there was a barrier. You talked about a barrier you had to come through. Do you have a specific story where you can rem- remember where you're like, I have overcome this barrier. Maybe it was when you're speaking. I bet at first you're like, what am I doing? Maybe, maybe not. Was there a time where you're like, this is it. This is how I know I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm happy with what I'm doing. Quite simply, it sounds bold, but earlier in speaking was I saw, you know, I was coaching a young man. He was speaking and he went to a conference and, oh my God, what's this organization? And he told me what the organization was. And I found out that their headquarters is right down the street from me. So oh, I boldly, my wife was driving by one day. I was like, hey, can you stop the car real quick? She's like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, that's the group where my friend Dakota had just spoken for. I was like, let me just go in there and drop some business cards off. So literally, I was like, we stopped in the parking lot. I walked in the building. I knew the person like, hey, it's like, you know, can I meet this person? Like, yeah, come on upstairs. Came up to meet the person. He goes, oh, wait a second. My boss is here. The boss came over. He goes, wait, you're the one who coached that kid. And like, you helped do like the intro. I was like, yeah. He goes, we've got our staff meeting next week on Monday. 
Would you be willing yeah. to come down and do a quick showcase for all of us? So they had nine different departments there. I went and did the showcase. Seven of the nine departments booked me. Dang, that is so awesome. So I, I yeah, keep talking about it because I have a story. Yeah, I mean, so, so, the, so the case is I've got a mentor. She goes, every time we ask a question, we risk a yeah. yes. But what happens is our barriers are we're thinking everybody's going to say no or they're not going to like it. And go and do it at that point when you have, you're worried about keeping the lights on, you're working about paying the bills. Yeah. You're like, yeah. guess what? What do I have to lose? So that was the deal where it's like we almost have to be in that you know mindset, that activity, that mentality all the time where it's just going, hey, what do I got to lose? I'm either going to stay here. I'm going to move forward. I'm not going to lose any ground, but you, you got to be willing just to go ahead and try and you have to be willing to fail. And I know you've probably done the same thing. We learn more from our failures and our successes. So my yeah. friend talked, his name's Frankie. He goes, hey, no regrets. He goes, I'd rather say that I went for it and went down in flames and I never did it at all. That's awesome. And I, I think too, I, I like to relate it back to video content. I think I've recorded like thousands of videos, but it probably was like my 50th or maybe 100th take where like I actually felt comfortable. It's because you fail so much, right? It's like how you set up your camera and then like you don't like the way you talk. You try to talk like someone else. And just you saying like, keep recording that content because eventually you're going to break through it and you're going to really love what you do. Just like what you mentioned. So that's, that's, that's yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah, it's repetition because people are like, oh my God, you're so good on video. I'm like, because yeah. I've probably put in thousands and thousands of hours. Like I've recorded video where the light went out. I recorded video where I had the microphone on mute. And it's like, yeah, that's a great video. And you went back to go edit it. And like, there's no audio on this video. <laughs> yeah. I have those stories. Right. Or you're doing the video and like I'm doing stuff. I got the office in the house and I'm doing the video and the kids blow through the door. Dad. And they're like, I only had five more minutes of this video to shoot. Now I got to go start. Yeah. I remember doing a two hour session with a client. And, uh, and uh, let's just say the audio was not on and we didn't realize till we left. And I was just like, I want, that was the first time I did that. And boy, was that a mistake, but I learned from it. And it was horrible because we got such good contests. Like you're going to make mistakes and yeah. you just got to keep going through it. Like do it again. I'm like, I don't know what I did. We were just in the flow yeah. that day. It's nice too because that first take is always going to be, normally it's going to be your best take. Um, and sometimes you have to warm up to get to it because you're not thinking too much about the video. You're just sharing what you know and what you want to talk about. So I think I love that you just do it first take and then you're done. I think that's awesome. And so we focus on video content. So I, sorry if I keep asking video content questions. Not a problem. Um, when it came to video content, when you were recording that, were because separate from speaking, were there barriers that you had to break through as well? Like, was there a time where you're like, eh, I just don't like doing this or it doesn't sound like me. And then you got to the point where like, yeah, now this sounds like me. What was your thought process through that? So the first thought process for me was with the video was, not trying to memorize anything. Yeah. Because a lot of times like we're trying, once again, I always look share with people is like, stop trying to be perfect on video. Yeah. It's like, you're the best version. Like there's tons of video and content that I produce where like right in the middle, my voice may crack or something happens. I'm going, you know what? That just shows that it's not real. Cause I'm like, I've watched people edit their videos where it's like, it's, it's too perfect. It's too robotic. Yeah. Versus like, you know, I might have a video and like the kids might pop in. It's like, Hey, everybody's like, we got a visitor here really quick and goes back and you realize, that people, as far as engagement, love that more. Yep. And then they'll start to bring their kids in. I was like, okay, well, we can go and do this. He's real. And yeah. through video, that's what I've understood is like, it's just about being real. When you ask like the barriers breaking through for video is just stop trying to be perfect. Because, you, you know, we watch these people on TV and videos. And then once you get on TV and production sets and you realize, it's like, okay, cut. We're going to shoot this from another angle. Cut. We're going to shoot from this angle. Yeah. Cut. Try this word. And you realize that that same I've been shot 20 or 30 times before they found that one segment. When I go and do video analysis, going like, wait a second, those people aren't that good over there. No. 
that was just due to the fact that they, they work with a professional like Devin. It was like, well, okay, we're going to take little bits of pieces here to make it look really good. So, so once I so once I understood that barrier of like, guess what? These people aren't as good as you think they are. They've got a teleprompter and they've got all that. It's like, oh, wait a second. I can do this all off, not say quote the top of my head, but I can do it in one take or right now as we're doing your podcast. There's no script in front of me. It's just, this is something that's internal. It's inside of me and I'm sharing it. So you're speaking my language and there's three things that I want to talk about that you mentioned. So you, you talked about that personal content when like your kids come through the door. And there's two reasons why someone will follow you. It's because they want to get to know you or they know you, or you know something so you can educate them on a specific topic. Also, you mentioned just that raw video footage. We've used teleprompters in the past, but it's so like robotic. Like It's not like when you're talking, just imagine like you're talking to someone in person. That's the best way I can describe it. You're not going to have a teleprompter. Like I'm not going to be like, okay, I'm going to talk to Frank. Can, I make, can you guys make sure I have a teleprompter that I'm asking questions? And reading exactly off it. That's not how real life works. And I can't remember the third thing, but I love that you share that because people don't understand, like it's hard to record video content. At a certain stage, you get comfortable with it, but it's not easy in the beginning. And it's cool hearing it from people uh, like you that I've recorded a lot of content because it's, it's not easy, but eventually you get comfortable with it. So I think that's a huge, yeah. huge, like a good storying tip. Okay, Frank, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Is I know you have a bunch of things that you do do you want to mention kind of uh, your goals and, and ask that you want to ask people to do from this episode for you? Sure. Um, the big piece is for everybody listening to this, obviously we're, we're talking about video and production and, and, you know, just content is that's a professional dream for people. So I'm going to invite everybody to come to my website. I'm sure you can put it in your show notes, but it's just frankkitchen.com. And I've got other podcast interviews where they can listen. There's content there, but I've got a, a book um, that's actually been relaunched, but it's called Fresh from the Kitchen. And it's called Fresh 44 from Tasty, Fresh from the Kitchen, 44 Tasty okay. Techniques to Cook Up for Cooking Up the Professional Dreams You Hunger For. So as you've been asking me to share stories, the book has 44 stories of what I went through to go from fired on Father's Day to being recognized as one of the top speakers in the world. And the idea is it's helping people discover their passion, but to chase after that passion in their own unique and genuine way. So I'm just encouraging people to go, there it is. You found not that good. one. Actually, not that one. one. There's a newer one. There's going to be me with a chef hat on and a pink shirt and a bow tie. So there's a more updated version. That's the you got to send that to me. That's that's so cool. I love that you incorporate your last name into your branding. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's the piece. Is as you said, this whole part is with the videos and going is just try it. I mean, and then see and listen to what people are responding to. So as I said, I've learned that people want to see the behind the scenes of me. I mean, so watching me and a friend trying to find food on the road that got a lot of content like oh people want that they know who you are on stage they know what you are in your business but they want to see what's going on behind the scenes so for more people just frankkitchen.com all the social media all the links and you learn more about me behind the scenes so we're going to throw up your website and your your uh, handles up here too but definitely give him a follow as well he's going to be he's going to be posting a lot of content so thank you again frank we'll see you guys on the next episode and we hope you took a lot of tips that frank mentioned uh, next time thanks for listening For all things social media, visit us online at story.co. We'll see you next time.